This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We do tons of emails. Bring the house lights down. We got the original, original key player, Man Samp on. Check it out. Enjoy with friends. Coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Sam York Labs are here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'm going to say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you. I love doing this show, and it's really uh, buttering my biscuit to know that you guys love listening to it as much as I like putting it out. So keep spreading the word. Keep telling a friend. We're coming up to the shitty summer internship season. Just the dog days of summer, okay? And everyone needs something to listen to on their commute to work, on their way at the pool, at the beach, um, you know, and you're eating a froyo. I mean, I'm a big podcast listener myself, so I put it on just in those lonely moments of my day. It really makes me feel like, you know, I'm cozied up. Even as I'm walking to the subway, it just feels like I got a nice blanket of voices that aren't my own in my own head. So, and guys, I'm on Twitter, JTrain56, Snapchat, JTrain56, Instagram, at Jared Freed. It's, uh, it's really nice when you guys write me a message of how you're listening and why you're listening and when you listen. So keep doing that. Keep supporting this show by telling a friend. Um, I, you know, every now and again, we like to bring the house lights down. We like to bring in Man Sam from the booth. And do just let's just crank out some emails. It's a rare honor to be so to ma- do this. So I love there's it. We, we're you are my guest, but we're guestless right today because we're really gonna pop through some emails. Like we're two minutes in, and we're gonna get started right away. Sick. So at Mansamp on Twitter and Instagram, mandatory Samson podcast every Friday here on the Labs Network, and I'll encourage you to listen to that. It's really tough to find level-headed, well-read information. Uh, well-read opinions on what's going on in the world. And I think that's what your podcast brings to the table. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. So go check it out. We're just going to go straight through the inbox. Yeah, let's do it. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Send in anything you'd like. Anything you'd like. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Um, any announcements? Uh, laughable. Go check out the Laughable app. I've been a guest on a few podcasts recently, so you you can actually subscribe to a comedian you like or someone you like, um, and you go to my page and it just pops up anything I've ever been on. It's great. So if you're looking, if you're a podcast 
person at this point, which I'm assuming you are, you should have the Laughable App. You should be listening to this podcast on the Laughable App. It's fantastic. Also, I'm coming to Boston June 22nd at 10 o'clock. It's a Thursday night. Laugh Boston. Go get your tickets now because I want a big crowd. I want it to be fun. It's going to be a super great show um, because I'll have some great comics on as well with me. And then I'm going to do some time. And uh, for those of you that came to the cellar this past Sunday, like that was a great night. And it's a lot of that shit that I did there. So come on out to Laugh Boston. I'd love to see some of your faces in the crowd. Um, Let's get into the emails. You ready? Absolutely. Yeah. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I'm being haunted. Uh Uh-oh. Dearest Touchdown J-Train, Mr. 888, and esteemed <laughs> guest I should listen to. Long-time listener, first-time emailer, buckle down your yarmulke because this is going to be a wild ride. I'm being haunted, not by a ghost, but by someone even worse, an ex-fling. I've ne- been in a relationship for going on two years, and she's an 888, my personal man, Sam. And we have a great relationship. There's only one problem. The girl I used to mess around with my sophomore year in college keeps trying to come back into my life. She constantly texts, snaps, and DMs me without fail. Four to five times a week. I've told her respectfully Uh. to stop, but the nudes keep pouring in. Here's where things get complicated. I'm moving to Boston for a new job, and so is my ex-fling once we graduate. She got a job with the government, and I got a one at a marketing agency. Another problem is that we've never had an official ending. We ghosted each other after spring break two years ago, so now... So, Papa, how do I finally cut this girl off without seeming like a dick once we have both moved to the same city? Note, my girlfriend is not moving with me. What's the move? P.S. Mansamp, don't cut... Don't cut the kid, woman, love, natural looking look from my experience. PSS, make it out to Minneapolis sometimes. Well, thank you for sending this in. What do you think? Well, two things. So I actually have, uh, you know, a story related to this. Really? Yes. Uh, But first, let me say, you're going to have to, if you want to stop it, you're going to have to be like a dick. Yeah. So you just have to do it. Everyone's a dick to somebody. Yeah. So obviously I'm married now. At the time, my girlfriend who became my wife, Mm. I was getting text once in a while Mm -hmm. from my ex. She would text me about, oh, I saw this thing on TV. It reminded me of something we did. Mm -hmm. Okay, whatever. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. oh, did you see what happened to this friend? Right. So these random Mm -hmm. texts, which annoys the girlfriend, of course. Mm -hmm. I don't really care, but, you you know, it becomes an issue. So I said, listen, if it keeps happening, swear to God, next time it happens, I will make it stop. So text me one more time. And I said, listen. We're not going to be friends. Yes. It's over. I'm in a relationship. You do your thing. Mm-hmm. I do my thing. We're the done. The problem with this, and you'll probably admit to it, Yeah, it feels good to get a text from anybody. Oh, sure. Yeah, of course. It feels good to be thought of. Yeah. Even if it's an ex-fling that you don't plan on ever hooking up with, you just want to be a man. Right. And you want to know that you still got it. <laughs> and there's yeah. a level of that. I'm not saying it's 100%. I'm not saying it's 1%, but it's somewhere in between. Where you're getting a text from somebody, guy or girl, whatever it is that you used to bone, yeah, you have a little ownership over that. You have to admit, we can all lie to ourselves as much as you'd like, but you've got to admit that it feels good and you're a little bit letting this happen. For sure. And it, But it, I'll tell you this, it does feel good to be like, we're done. Stop. Yeah, I mean, that's the other side of it. Like, freeing yeah. yourself from it, it feels good, too. Right. But what I'm saying for this guy, he's... It's not 
She keeps sending me shit. I don't know how to stop it. Oh, for sure. You know what the fuck's going on, dude. You know what you're doing. You know that it makes you feel nice that you're still a fucking mountain lion who has some prey that he could take down. Right. We didn't have an official end. Yeah. You know. We're just hanging and she right. sends me shit. But here's what I would say to him. And it's nudes. So it's like... Nudes. Yeah. I mean, I... And also, the problem is, you're if you're with a girl... These can come in at any time. Yeah. And that can ruin your day. I one time was with this chick, and I'll never forget. Um, so the Betches posted one of my Instagram posts. Right. And I'll never forget it because they did it like one in the morning. So then I was on, they have a ton of followers. So it was like, so then there was a lot that morning. I had a girl over, and I'll and it was like my girlfriend at the time. And I woke up, and she was like, by the way, uh, she, she was getting dressed. And I go, what's going on? She goes, Jessica texted you. Whatever her name is. I don't even know. Yeah. So, uh, Jessica texted you. And I go, who? Like, I don't even know. Right. And but I like legitimately it, didn't know. Had no idea. Right. And I look at it and it's this chick who from like a couple years ago, she was like, hey, just thought about you. What's, saw you on Betches, figured I'd reach out. And it's like, you can't control that. No. And I understand why the girl's mad because she's in my bed with me and then another, some Jessica yeah. fucking comes up on my phone and she's wondering, what the fuck? I feel a little bit cheaper. Right. So I understand that, but we can't control that. You can't control when these texts come in. So yeah. you're better off, especially if you're in a committed relationship, cutting these things off because this is the attacker that can come and get you at any time without you knowing. It can yes. ruin a Sunday morning. So... My thing to this guy, all you have to do, first of all, it's okay to block somebody. It's okay to do that. So he says it's on all forms of, of media, uh, text, snaps, and DMs. Block her on Instagram. This is what you can control. Block her on that, block her on this, block her on that. And then you text her, hey, I really, I got, I have a girlfriend right now. I have to block you on these things because us communicating is hurting my relationship, a relationship I like being in. I'm sorry to be so direct, but I have to let you know so that we can both move on. Right. You send that text, you cut it at the fucking head. Game over. <laughs> but my ex answered me, she goes, wow. Yeah, like, yeah, they're going to... It's like, all right. She's going to put on this whole dramatic thing. This is what yeah. people do. Oh, my God. All I'm doing is texting. Yeah, now you're not admitting to the thing I'm admitting, which is saying this feels good to get an answer from someone that you fucked before. Right. So, give it... A, so, you have to let her... That craziness is going to come. Yeah. But you now own the space that is... Being honest, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, let's do, we're going straight through the inbox. So we're going to just keep going through emails. This is a hypothetical follow-up. Oh, all right. What's up, Jewy Lewis in the news? <laughs> Long time listener, first time emailer. I want to follow up on a hypothetical from two episodes ago about the splash from the toilet versus the droplets on your penis after taking a leak. Oh, sure. I want to shed some light on this situation for you and the J-Train faithful. The splash from the toilet when you drop a deuce is called a kiss from Poseidon. <laughs> this is information holy. Who could have thunk? And it can be refreshing and also quite startling. So whether you're a fan of it or not, it's one of those things that happens to everyone, yet no one talks about it but i'm going to talk about it if you're into that sort of thing 
that's all you. But if you want to avoid a tender kiss to the sphincter from the powerful god from the deep, what you do is you lay down a strip of toilet paper in the water before you sit down to do the mm, dirty. Sure. Interesting. This will eliminate the splash and reduce the sound. This is especially helpful when you face the always awkward scenario of taking a dump in the stall next to your boss. I hope I provided sound information about your toilets for you and your listeners. Keep up the great work. Thank you. That is actually a great piece of advice. And I, I mean, the, the kiss from Poseidon. I mean, oh, love it. Terrific. Poseidon's kiss. <laughs> yeah. Right on my anus. Help me break out of the friend zone. Uh-oh. Okay. Dear Big Daddy 56, I didn't do a Jew joke because this is serious. Oh, okay. Oh, everyone, all hands on deck. Uh, I need some help. I'm a longtime listener and love the show. Tell Manstamp and his foreskin I say hi. hi. I'm being nice because I need something from you. There's this girl I won't rate her because girls are more than just numbers. Ha ha ha, JK. I'll attach a pic and you can see her for yourself. She's a real hottie. I would say she's an 888 minus one point on personality because she's a vegan. Okay, maybe a couple more points. Um, I know what you're thinking. That vegan should be minus two points, <laughs> minus two or more. But trust me, anything lower wouldn't be right. Here's, oh my god, there is perfect synergy between you and the audience. Wow, this is it, we know each other very well. Yeah. I gotta say, there was a dude at Fat Black for the Comedy Cellar show on Sunday, and he was every every joke. He's like. Dude, you're right. <laughs> and I was like, I have a feeling you listen to the show, and he did. Yeah. Uh, Forces his girlfriend to watch comedy yeah. and like, see? <laughs> see? I told you. He's yeah. nailing it. Yeah. Here's some background. We're from the same hometown, but didn't become friends until we went to the same college. In college, I friends on myself. I was still ta- talking to my longtime girlfriend from high school. We were smart and broke up before college, but still talked. Not that smart. And at the time, I thought she was the one, so I never tried to make any moves on this other girl. This girl was also still in love with her ex from high school, so at the time it made sense for us to just be friends. If this all smells like bullshit, it's bottom line, I was just too big a pussy to make a move. Let's fast forward to now and the reason why I'm emailing you. I'm 21 and no longer at the same school with this girl. We are still friends and it's not the same, but in a good way, I see this as an opportunity. We are both going home for the summer and I think I have a good shot at breaking out of the friend zone. This is a girl I could see myself dating. I'm not sure on how I should approach this. What's the move? Do I tell her I like her? Do I wait for a moment to kiss her? Oh, man. Uh, Do I do this drunk or sober? I would be honored if this makes on the show. Happy to hear any advice you'd be tackling. And he sends a picture. She's very cute. This is both of us when we went to the same college. It's interesting that they're not at the same college anymore. Right. Um, oh, yeah. She's cute. You're adorable, too. He's, yeah. He's, a, he's yeah, he's a cute button. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, sweatshirt and a tie combo. I don't know about that one, dude. Um, yeah, she's beautiful. Um, but what do you think? Well, I mean, I don't, we both kind of reacted to it when he said it. You don't go crazy and say, oh, I like you or you try, like mm. it's summer, right? If you feel like you're going to see her over the summer, you're going to be at par- summer parties are the best. Yeah. Have fun around this girl and then you see where it goes. But I, I wouldn't like profess my love for her or something, you know? You got to, yeah, don't do that. I, I, what you have to do is go hang. Yeah. Go hang with your friends and have a good time. Um, there's going to be parties like high school get togethers with people that you used to hang out with. There's going to be a bar that you guys are going to go to because you're now 21 for the first time. You can all get a drink at the same time. Yeah. And when you see her, you see her. I think you live on that. Don't text ahead of time. Just, you know, you're going to see her at some point. And when you see her big hug, great to see you. It's been too long. Catch up. 
Get back into the flow of seeing if this girl's as cool as you remember. Right. Then you follow up with a text from that. Don't go for any hookups. Don't go for anything. Just be cool with her and have fun with her as you would with your her as a friend. And then when you leave that party, the next day you send a text, hey, that was really fun catching up. It was great to see you again. Just that text. Just a couple episodes. It gave the same advice. Text to send a message, not to get a response. Right. You just want to let her know you had a good time. And then that is your opening to say, I have your number. I've texted you. I can come back to this text. Con- At least there's no like no previous text. Because yeah. she's going to answer, hey, it was great seeing you too. It was so much fun catching up. You know, you'll have a conversation, whatever it may be, but at least it's open. Well, yeah, you've planted the seed. Now, that happens. She goes, oh, that was nice. And then yeah. later that day, she goes, I wonder what, what do you, you know. Yeah, like, just thinking oh, it's it. nice that he yeah. said he had a nice time. He, he thought of me specifically. Right. We live in times where with Snapchat that like these messages could be sent to 700 people. Yeah. So when you thought of her from the night before to say, hey, I'm thinking of you and how much fun we had together. That's great. Maybe you guys don't have fun. Maybe it doesn't work out this way. But I'm saying this is best case scenario. Right. Then what you do is you say, hey, I'm going to be going out with my buddies to this place. You should come. Yeah. Well, and this happens in the summer, too. If you get into a good yeah. groove with like another group, two, three weeks, that's who you're hanging out with. And that's, and that's your shot. And this is the thing where friend zone is you planning and getting together. and But sex zone mm-hmm. is you saying... Hey, good to see you. Right. Out of nowhere. It's sexy. Oh, look at you just appeared. It's been a while. How's the old school doing? I love my new school. Hey, we should go hang out uh, tomorrow night. We're all going. Make it a group thing. And then at the end of the night, you're going to be end up together at some point. Yeah. And just push it that way. But don't. The, the, the problem with the friend zone, what he's like moving towards is that you need to plan out this romantic night to make the first kiss happen with fireworks. That's not how it goes. When you look back at all the nights that you hooked up with someone that you enjoyed spending time with, it's because, whoa, you're here, I'm here, great to see you. Um, I'm going to be there, you should meet me there, and you keep it in the nighttime hours. Of course. Well, and that's like college parties when you go home. It becomes kind of like high school in a way. It's it's elevated a little bit because you can drink and whatever. But that's the thing. You didn't plan out all this shit in high yeah. school. You're just like, she's going to be at the party. Great. That And the, the friend shit, when you get caught in the friend zone, is when you push too hard. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why does this guy want to see me so bad? You right. don't need to see this chick. You want to. You don't need it. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Train, this lady listener needs you bad. Uh-oh. Ooh, I like it. She actually wrote, to the legendary 888, cue the music. I'm a 25-year-old graduate student and need a little advice from Big Daddy J Train. I vowed never to actually call a guy daddy unless it was Usher, so huge nut feathering there. (laughs) Typically, the guy is always expected to make the first move. Being an 878, the bod has been hard to keep up with two jobs in graduate school, but I'm a white girl with a naturally small waist and a large ass. I have no issues gaining male attention, but it's normally from degrading men that I don't want. I'm down for the occasional hookup, but I'm looking for something a little more serious in the long haul. I'm tired of playing games, waiting to text back, so I don't seem too eager or being a tease to get a guy interested. 
I understand my woman privilege and how I can get sex whenever I want, but how do I pursue a guy without coming off as easy or too strong? Dream situation, I see Jay train in a bar. How do I approach him and get him hooked? I'm not Jewish and I deal with disappoint the disappointment that I could never actually get the J train every day. <laughs> also, uh, through another podcast, I heard that if you draw a little face, eyes, nose, and mouth on your actual penis with a pen, then Snapchat it will recognize it as a face and you can use the filter on your penis. I felt like a J Train listeners needed to know this dick pic game changer. I'm also curious if it actually works. P.S. Uncircumcised dicks are the best. Well, wow. We're getting a lot more uncircumcised yeah. love than I thought we would. This lady loves them. And you're um, about to get way more like Dalmatian dick pictures. Yeah, this seems like a fun, easygoing way to send a dick pic with the yeah. face on it. I like that idea. Um, what do you think? How does she. I mean, this is a very general question. Right. And I also feel like this is kind of more like right in your wheelhouse for this type of... Yeah, if I had a girl... I mean, the, the problem is there's no advice. Like, there's nothing I can say. Like, there's no open sesame. There's no magic pill right. to getting a guy. Like, I will just tell you that a guy goes for what he wants. So if someone's not pursuing you, that and making the time to hang out, then that person maybe isn't for real. Right. Um, the, your personality is not, it, it, the problem with guys from a girl's perspective, I think is that we will fuck anything and think of the personality after. So we're like, we want to taste, we want to go in a Baskin and Robbins and we want to taste all the flavors, all 31 of the flavors. And then we want to go, okay, I'll take that one. You know, and yeah. that's how we operate. It's just how I operate a lot of times because I'm like, yeah, I really want to try that. Yeah, you know, I, 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 like, I'll, I'll walk into Bass and Robbins. I'll be like, I l- gotta have a little strawberry, but I really want that Rocky Road. Yeah, you know, and yeah. and what you're leaving the store with isn't what you came in tasting. So, right. With, well, with and this, everything is more appealing before you get to try it. Try it. Exactly. So with this girl's question, if I was at a bar and a girl came up to me and we had fun, that's really what I'm looking back. Did I have fun with this person? Or were there all these contractual negotiations that I had to go through to get through to have... Like, I was with this this one chick. Uh, we were going out, going out, going out, no sex. Right. And it became that the, that once we had sex, it was like, okay, well, now I'm here. Like I like I now I have to yeah. figure out like I and there's a point where I was like, ah, uh, the sex isn't even worth it because it's been built up to this point. Right. If I met it like if I met a girl that was like, you know, we're met at a bar, we start doing shots, we're having a fun time, and then she's like, Come on, let's go home. And then we went home and then she was like, I'm not gonna fuck you, but or, or we start making I don't even like the I'm not gonna fuck you. I like the Make out in the car ride in the, in the Uber. Then we get back, making out, get naked. And then she goes, I really can't. And I, you know, I'm enjoying it. And then we just passed out. I go, hey, that was a fun night. I want to re-up that night. Right. If if we had come home and she was like, I'm not going to fuck you. And then fucks me. And then is like, oh, you, you're not going to call me again. I'm like, oh, now you're making this a whole thing. Right. It's not because I fucked you. It's because it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's right. not. It's not the fucking. It's what you're making this fucking into. Yeah. So my advice to any, and like we live in super open sexual times. So I'm not saying go out and fuck every guy. I'm saying stop making the fuck what, what 
keeps this guy in. Right. Well, I know what you're saying. I mean, in the email, she's like, I don't want to be a tease, but I don't want to do this. I don't want to. It's, it's a lot. You know what I mean? And which is fine. You can be thinking about how you want to go about things. But if I'm a young girl, go for it. do what makes you happiest and yeah. feel best about yourself. Right. If you're having fun with someone, have fun with them and the other shit will come. Maybe it won't work out and you'll be disappointed, but that's life. Yeah. Sorry. I, I mean, I had a situation. I'll, 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 I'll talk about this for a second. Okay. Um, can I talk about that? I'll talk about this. Um, Let's talk in generalities. In generalities, I was talking with a TV station about doing a show with them. And we got so far along. Like, we were pretty far along. Like, it was going to happen. To the point where they called me. They're like, listen, you're in four nights a week uh, for the summer. You're going to be on this thing that we're doing. Right. I come to find out they had said that to someone else as well. And they couldn't keep the promise to me. But we had spent three months together working out this show together. And then I got sides and I went full ahead. Hey, I'm excited to do this. I'm working with them. I was working with them for free. Right. Um, and then got to the point where like after they had told me that like you're doing it, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead with this this whole summer, they were like the whole story changed. And that hurts. Yeah, of course. But it felt like I was fucking a chick, and then she was like, I'm not gonna date you. And that happens. But the only way for the good stuff to happen is to keep going through the motions of acting honestly and acting as if it will go well. Yeah, you got to take a leap of faith. You have to take a leap of faith. If you spend all your whole life, well, well, I need you to sign this contract to let me know that we're definitely going to have a show. I couldn't do that. I wasn't in a position to do that. It's just like with, a, with any girl. I'm not in a position to ask a girl on date two to promise me that she'll be with me for date 20. Right. Yeah, of course. And exactly with this TV show. I was in no position to be like, well, you got to make sure you work with me. I was going along with them because I'm helping them work out the idea. We're going through different casting and test shows. And then you get to a point where they're like, you're hired. I'm like, this is great. This is what I wanted out of this. And then it's like, um, we're changing things. We're going in a different direction, which they haven't even said to me yet, but I'm, I, I kind of am assuming that at this point. Yeah. And... You know, I feel badly. I look back and I'm like, that guy's an asshole. This person lied to me. Why didn't they just tell me when they knew? But they didn't know. Yeah. They only knew when they knew and then they told me. So it's the same thing with dating. Like, you got to go in to get hurt. Yeah. Well, like you said, I mean, even if they did know, they didn't know, whatever, you represented yourself the way you wanted to represent well, this, yourself. This and is that's the, what it is. This is kind of the same thing to any girl in a bar. Like, hey, go have fun with it. Yeah. Go be the best you can be with this person. And it might not work out. It probably won't. It probably won't. Yeah. But that's just, the you know, that's life. That's the whole thing. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Mansamp. At Mansamp on Twitter and Instagram. Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday on the Stand Up New York Labs Network. Um, yeah, you can go for this? it. Yeah. Let's, do a, let's do a read. We got a new sponsor. New sponsor. It's so nice. The show's doing well. Doing well. 
That's because of you guys supporting, telling people. You got to tell people. June 22nd, I'm in Boston. Laugh Boston. Um, Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites, and now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com. That's ZipRecruiter.com. So listen. This is a message to anyone that's in the position of hiring people. I know a lot of the listeners here are in positions where they're looking to get hired. They have those tools for you too, ZipRecruiter.com. I would go check them out. But this is to let the people know if you're hiring, if you're looking for people to join you know, your new company or like you know, you're working on whatever you're working on. Startup, every, whatever. Startup, whatever it is. You can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook, Twitter, all with a single click. Find any candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once. Watch your qualified candidates roll into the ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by Fortune 100 companies and thousands of small and medium-sized businesses. Right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. One more time to try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. So this is great. If you got a company, you got to find people. That's the hardest thing. I used to hire interns. Oh, wow. For when I was to cold call for me. Did I ever right. tell that story? No. I... Well, can I just say this though before you get into the story about sure. ZipRecruiter? They, we, you know, we were on the call. They like mm. explained to us what the whole service is and all this stuff. They actually have something where, even if it's not the permanent hire, they have a whole like database of people whose resumes are already uploaded there. Yeah. You can go look through yourself. There you go. Scroll through. Scroll through. I used to put on Craigslist because I needed people to cold call for me for life insurance. Too. Uh-huh. So I would post on Craigslist like, "Hey, looking for interns." So we'd have these interns come, and. One time we fucked with one of them. One time sure. I like I had nothing to do. So <laughs> so I look at this kid. He was so nervous. He went to like one of the schools here in the city. And I I go, I go, and you're gonna have to cold call. So I give him this whole cold call script. And I was like, hey man, read the script over, and I'm gonna actually make you do a call. Uh-huh. And I'm looking at him, I go, How much do you bench? And he's like, he gets, he's so nervous. He's like sweating. And he goes, I don't know, like two plates on the side. I was like, oh, cool, man. And then like, it was so random that he was like, why did he fucking ask right. me that? So he goes through the script. I go, okay, here's a number. Call this number. Cold call. I had my buddy. I had him call my buddy who uh-huh. knew he was calling. Right. So he goes through the script and my buddy's going, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can do that. I go, keep going, keep going. He goes, I don't know. Why would you let, why would you do my financial planning? And he's, I'm like, keep going. He's like, um, um, um. And then my buddy at the other line just goes, tell me one thing. How much do you bench? <laughs> and this kid's face literally like turned white. He's like, oh, like he had no idea that we'd set up this whole thing. Yeah. So stupid. <laughs> now I'm- it's so funny that you were like, you were on a path. Just fucking with kids. Yeah. No, but they, they let you hire, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah, was, you really doing thing. yeah right. I was really killing it. Yeah. Um, post-grad pad setup. Hello, Papa JT. Not going to feather you too much, but Dig the Pod has been a listener for a while. Also, a thanks go out to Mr. 888, the mm-hmm. one and only man, Sam, for his part in putting this show together. His podcast isn't terrible to listen to when you've done a few bowls at the old electric lettuce. Oh, perfect. the old electric lettuce. Sure. Now to the reason I require your wisdom. I recently graduated from Big Ten school and will be moving to Chicago this summer. I am just hoping you could give me a 
and my fellow recent postgrads ideas of how to set up our new lodgings. I feel like bringing a girl back to Poundtown with an apartment set up like a frat bedroom isn't the way to go. I'll be living with some of my buddies from school. We won't have a ton of cash to spruce up the place. Just wondering if you had any tips on some on of how to recent postgrads could set up your place to ensure the highest amount of poon. Hope to see you next time you make it to the Windy City. What do you think? I mean, I th- obviously you're not going to have a ton of money to throw around. That's fine. You got to go minimal, clean look. Mm. Make it se- set it up in such a way that it's easy to make it look nice and put together. Yeah. Quickly. We used to make fun of a dude in my fraternity who we he would like decorate his room with all like the cheesy Walmart versions. Oh no of the like he'd have like the rock fountain that you plug in yeah he would have the big bottles of wine that were like the like that were just basically our work but you got like if you're looking for chicks at least this guy was put together enough like you have to as a girl you don't get to see beneath like we get to see tits and ass we're like okay i like those tits and ass yeah they don't see the penis. They don't know how well-kept you are. So the well-kept apartment is basically a well-kept body. Right. So you walk in there. If you see a place that's just a fucking in disarray, it's over. So if yeah. I'm a post-grad, I would go to Walmart and pick out some of these tchotchkes <laughs> and fucking put it together, have some Ikea furniture, have some well-built furniture, a big comfy couch, and have your own areas and bedrooms. Well, like your bedroom's key bedroom's key and get some wine in the fridge just have wine girls want to there's always when you bring a girl back there's the look at your apartment and the one half drank cup of wine you always wake up to the half to the one sip that just gets you over the edge into pound town so the move is big comfy stuff cheap keep it cheap and also put shit on the walls that is a mistake that I commonly make. Right. Stuff on the walls looks like you actually care about living in a situation. What you do is what you realize when you get to postgrad and when you like see girls' apartments, they got pi- I don't know where all these girls get pictures of one another. It's always like pictures of the of the roommates all yeah. around. Yeah, I've yeah. never walked into a guy's apartment where it's like the two dudes hanging on each other on their birthday. Like <laughs> But yeah, not a bad move, though. Not a bad move. Right. Have some pictures of you and the roommates yeah. doing some shit and blow them up. That's fun to walk into. Sure. Just to know that the guys living together are buddies is so inviting. That'd be so funny to have like a poster sized picture of you and your friends. Go, here's what you do go take, do a photo shoot, you and your buddies mm-hmm. at the beach. Sh- you do shirts off, you do a suit one, yep. you do uh, just hanging with the boys. And then you blow them up and you put them up in the apartment. That's fun. Yeah. You walk in and you got the bottle of wine in the fridge. Now you're doing the museum tour. This is us at the park. Yes. This is us doing this. Oh, he's this. The thing about a apartment set up with roommates is you want a story to tell. Mm-hmm. It, you know, we had someone write in that, oh, I got to live with Craigslist people. But you want to say, yeah, I met this guy in college and we know this guy. People want to know that you have relationships that are a little fuller than I get fucked up with that dude. Right, that there's other people that trust you to yeah. be around. So you, uh, if you had all these pictures up on the wall of you and your buddies, 
How do you know him? How do you know that? How do you know this? And it's like, yeah, and girls like to know that there's a story there. Of course. Can I also say this? Sure. Easy thing to do. I uh, think people make this mistake with their bedding. It's an easy way to make your room look nice and clean. Don't have a shitload of sheets. Have one sheet yep. that goes over and a nice, comfortable yeah, comforter. Yeah, nice comforter. That's it. Invest in a comforter. Yes. Invest in a comforter and the blow-up pictures, and you're done. Right. And a, and a cheap bottle of wine. J-Trade podcast at gmail.com podcast at gmail.com fish or cut bait hmm. jared i'm gonna skip all the opening flattery because realistically it's pretty lame that i'm writing into a podcast for advice so i'm going to keep this one short and sweet <laughs> i'm one of your female listeners and i need some advice on the kid i've been hooking up with for three years hit that music <laughs> three years Long time. That is Fisher Cut Bait. Hooking up with. Yeah. Well, your date. I mean, three and a half years. Look at it. Just like you said before, we're in sync. Before you think, holy fuck, that's way too long to be fucking one person. <laughs> you should know we've hooked up with one another. Hmm. We've hooked up with other people. There have been blocks of time we don't see each other. He spent a semester abroad. Both of us have almost gotten into relationships with other people. But we always wind back in each other's bed. It works well. It's convenient. We attend the same college and are from the same city. Lately, his drunk texts have been getting weird. He texted me a few days ago that I'm the only one he wants and texted me about staying over with him for the weekend before graduation. And of course, he ignores me in the morning. Here's the thing. I'm not sure if I like him. We're friends, and obviously there's something there because, duh, no sleep with someone they hate for that long. I'm not even sure what I want. I don't even want think I want a label or anything. Maybe just pancakes, some snugs in the morning, and shower sex because um that sounds fucking amazing. Overrated, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot of comics with jokes about shower sex, but anything like that, and he freaks. My question for you is how the actual fuck do I go about this? I don't want to give him an ultimatum because that's bullshit and sort of weird. I just know uh, where he sees the. I want to know where he sees this going. Three years is way too long to be in hookup limbo. Side note, we recently had a drunk conversation about only hooking up with each other. I was pretty blackout, which I know reduces the validity of the conversation. But yeah, break it down for me, J-Rad. What do you think? Well, if this guy is getting hammered and he texts her and he's like, Hey, maybe we should only hook up with each other. He's kind of opening the door already. I think mm. you just got to sit out. You've known each other for so long. You obviously enjoy having sex with each other. Have a real conversation. You're gra The other thing is you're graduating right there in their yeah. senior year. So that's a little bit of that uncertainty of like, got to grab onto something before we jump off into the real world. You know? Yeah. I, there was, you can one, have a conversation there. You're right. And there's one line here. It Here's the line that bothers me. Okay. It works well, it's convenient, mm. and we attend the same college and are from the same city. I'm going to tell her right now to end this thing. Uh-oh. All right. It's She's sitting. She emotionally and relationship-wise, and I'm, I'm saying this not from a place of judgment. I've been there. You're the same person you were th for the last three years. There hasn't been growth you keep coming back to the convenient thing because you don't want to be lonely. You just, you said you just want some snugs, some pancakes and some shower sex. You didn't mention him in any of that equation. Those things can happen with a lot of different guys that you'll be better off with. This to me is two people that just want to do enough to live. 
and they don't want to go beyond themselves to the scary wilderness of new people to see if they get hurt a little and also see if they can find someone better. Because they, in, in their minds, are like, maybe this is just this, this is the best I'm going to get. But it probably isn't. If, if you're not really feeling it, if there's no like, ah, I got, we got to have this conversation because I can't stand to think of this person with someone else, then it's not worth this time and energy. Right. And I don't like, and another thing, and this is what a lot of people do, I want to know where he sees this going. No, 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 no. We talked about it before. You, you see this going to snugs, pancakes, and shower sex. You have seen it. He has answered that with, you said, freaking out. See what you, you, where you see this going is not where he sees this going. You've answered your own question. So the move right now, and it's the only move from my point of view, is, hey, I enjoy you. I need to take some time. You're a friend of mine. We've spent a lot of time together, but I'm going to stop texting with you, and I just need some time to figure out my own stuff. And then stop texting with him. Don't let it, don't, and don't get back to his late night text. He's only texting you when he's feeling the most lonely, not because he likes you specifically. It's because he likes a body. So you need to go and switch to another friend to lean on because this isn't a friend. This guy is just a body that's giving you enough, but not the best amount. Right. It's like, yeah, you're having an okay meal. That's really all it is. Sometimes it's tough because we don't get obviously she knows the whole story. We don't we only get little drips and drabs of it, but based on this, based I based on I like this, what you're but saying. she's yeah. answered her own question. Right. I want to see where he sees this going. You see this going to snugs and pancakes, and he freaks out. You just said that. Yeah. So that's where he sees it going. Nowhere. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Gap year problem. This is cool. J-Train. My brother showed me the podcast a year ago, and I backlogged every episode. Absolutely phenomenal. Beans equal boiled. I'm currently on a gap year before starting school next fall. have two things on my mind. First, I've been traveling all throughout South America doing crazy shit since August, and it's been fucking amazing. However, while I was down there, my parents decided to move from the East Coast to the West. At this point... In my year, I've come back home to study music because how fucking sweet would it be to sit down at a piano and shred out goddamn masterpiece in front of an 888? Yeah. I've always said this. Of course. Being home is great, but all my friends are still out east. So every now, uh, every night now consists of me seeing how many poles from the sacred hidden handle my bro left. <laughs> I can sneak before watching an old movie with mom and dad, all while seeing my friends have a fun-ass time on their snap stories. I definitely don't regret taking a gap year, but I feel like I'm losing my mind at home. I try to go out and do as much shit as po- as I can. Idle hands with the devil's dildos or whatever. But can't really escape my parents since I have no friends here. So how does a young stud like me make friends in a new city? I'm busy doing music and don't have a fake, so I can't get a job or go to bars or whatever your standard advice is, but really want someone I can chill with on a Friday night. Or do you think it's best to just enjoy the time alone with my parents? Wait for school to start next fall where I'm bound to meet tons of people, but then I still have to come home every night, every home every break to know friends. What do you think about that? Well, I think he's wrong about not being, he doesn't have a fake, he can't get into bars. That's not true. You're a musician. You can go perform at bars. Yeah, go to an open mic. Yeah, go get out there. Yeah. Or try to meet some people that maybe start a little band or whatever and go yeah. play places. Yeah. I'd also say to him, like, enjoy 
right now. Like yeah. that gap year, I think that's a great idea for a Me lot too. of people. I like the whole idea of like getting your shit straight before college. I would even to this guy, go take a class at a community college. Get some classes out of the way. Yeah. Go get some credits. Like fucking general credits that you will transfer over i would research that shit because what it's going to do and this isn't like what it's going to do is give you the ability to fail some classes Mm -hmm. i mean which is something all of us would need fail them and then drop them and not have them count on your gpa yeah so go get some classes done and take classes that you're like you know that you've never thought of before maybe you're interested in economics engineering Go take a couple of those guys because it's like, oh, because you probably don't even know what you want to do and you shouldn't know. But these can give you an idea. Oh, I like this class and take something off the grid a little bit. Yeah. And what kind of, I mean, how, what type of time commitment is that? Not too much. Also, you're going to want these quiet nights and all. I'm telling you, this is the good move. My second question is, how do I talk about the crazy shit I've done on my cap year? I've ran away from guard dogs in the middle of the night in Panama and ran out of food for days at a time in the Andes, to name a few. But I feel douchey talking about it. I even feel like a prick typing it out. The subject is bound to come up next fall and know there's some way to spin it to get myself laid, but don't really know how. What do you think? Well, that's Shout out to the triple, big triple ocho too. (laughs) (laughs) I picked up a little Spanish when he was on that uh, Latin American tour. Uh, You, you don't bring it up. You, there's going to be conversations. Yeah. Be a little vague. Let people prod you for more information. I'm with that. That's the The, only way to do it. The worst person in the world is the guy who wants to tell you how much a better decision their year was than yours. Yeah. Because what he's get, what it will always sound like is, yeah, I took a leap year. Guess you didn't get the memo. Right. You know, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, my parents had some extra dough to send me to South America. That's all it sounds like. Yeah. Just let people ask you, oh, yeah, where, where, where are you from? What do you do? Well, you know, like when you get to school, everyone's going to have the same conversation a million times. Yeah. Yeah, I, I took a year off, and then so they were going to say, what did you do with your year off? Uh, I went down to South America. Well, that was kind of cool. Oh, where? You yeah. know, these questions lead to themselves. Yeah, and it, I mean, here's the other rule. I, first of all, the fact that you're even asking how to bring it up, like mm. you understand how it's going to come across in a lot of circumstances. Yes. If, if a story directly relates to something that you experienced, yeah. go for it. The That's worst fine person ever is the guy who comes back from college freshman year and goes this is how we play beer pong (laughs) yeah don't be the this is how we play beer pong guy right play the house rules play whatever the house rules are so the house rules means play to the conversation that you're in it's a yeah oh you're you took a leap year really what did you do then you yeah, have the go, floor. It's kind of crazy. Actually. Don't walk yeah. in and be like, oh, you idiots should have taken a year off like this smart guy. Right. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Ooh, I'm a bad texter. <laughs> Hi, I love the podcast. I recommend, recommend it to all the people I love most. Anyone who comes across as kind of chauvinistic and could use your balancing advice. Thank you. Thank you for addressing how to receive text from a bad texter. I am forward forwarding a link to everyone who has to deal with my bad text. I do want I do want to be a bad te- a better texter. On previous episode you said no one is a bad texter if they want to talk to you. Well, that is true and I have bright and shiny moments of text conversations. I ultimately don't know how to maintain that momentum. 
I tend to let it die and then just call people when I have more to say, which is great with solid friends. With casual dating and newer friends, though, people tend to perceive a call as much more formal thing. So do you have any more quick tips for a bad texter to lean on? Thanks again. You want to jump on that first? I would say knowing there's a problem is their first solution. Sure. Knowing there's an issue is how you get to come over the issue. Right. Um, I think the the best way to go, I think the, the advice from last time, I would give that to myself. Say something when you say, say something to send a message, not to get a message. So I think a lot of people that are upset with bad texters, they're just people that are looking for a better answer that they didn't receive. So a lot mm. of times, girl, this girl is saying that she's a bad texter because she's giving in to these other people who are really insecure. You don't have to. Don't be other people's emotional babysitters. You're, that's not up to you to make someone feel good about the text conversation. Answer, ask questions. If you have no question, especially with a new relationship, if you have a question, ask it. And if someone asks you, how's your day? Come back with a, if you really want to, how's your day too? Questions with questions. That's how you keep it going. Yeah. Well, right. I feel like we get a lot of questions about how to keep the momentum, the momentum. Maybe at a certain point, stop trying to keep the yeah. momentum, meet in person or whatever. Make a plan. I, and I, my new thing is I do a lot of goodbyes. Hey, got to go. Oh, I, gotta love a, go. I love a little bow. That's little perfect. bow on it. And I say, hey, going to do this. Got to go. And I think people appreciate that. Yeah. You so, can do I got to go do this, but even if you have nothing whatever. to do, yeah, like, hey, matter. if someone texts you and you get back to them and like it dies off, hey, I got to go do this thing. I'll talk to you soon. That makes I think that makes it all a lot easier for the next text. Yeah, it's cleaner. Let's do this one. Okay. Girlfriend thinks she needs to lose weight. J-Train, here's the deal. I'm a postgrad who's recently getting into the swing of the 9 to 5 living in a big city in the Northeast. My girlfriend, who still goes to school in the same city, thinks she needs to lose weight. The thing is, I think she's great and is absolutely gorgeous and would have no reason to think the same as she. But she gets into these moods where she's so unhappy that we often end up canceling plans because she doesn't want to go out and see people. Oh, wow. Keep in mind that we have been dating for a year and a half and I have put in a lot of effort into taking her to the gym, eating healthy with her, doing active dates, even even though I don't think she needs to. Lo- needs to. I also don't have a problem with doing those things with her because I enjoy staying active myself, but I just get frustrated when we have to constantly cancel plans on the weekends. Do you have any advice on what else I can do? It also crossed my mind to end things with her because I think I've invested a lot and do not get much in return. Love to hear your thoughts. Keep the good work. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You got to, I mean, we just get that little snippet of it. That could be a bit of a deeper thing with her, right? I mean, that she's never satisfied. Yeah, canceling plans. That's, I mean, that's like a, that's a deeper issue. Like, I listen, I've, I, I, listen, to be, to see eye to eye with this girl, I have felt badly enough about myself and how I look and feel to be like, I just want to lay in my bed. And that is normal. Like, it, I mean, it's it's normal. Like, it's normal to feel that way. So I do see where she's coming from. But you can't spend all day worrying about someone else's. Like, it's, you know, the janitor for her emotions. Like, you right. know, you're there. You, just by being her boyfriend, you're saying, I'm into it. Yeah. You know, what are you, what are you worried about? Who are you worried about? What do you, you know, if... Things aren't, you know, fit. The worst is putting on clothes that don't fit. So if that's what it is, then, you know, I get it. But 
I can't coach you through that. Like, I want to hang out and have fun. Well, and it seems like he is trying to coach her through it anyway by doing yeah. active and dates that's ex- and whatever. But that's exhausting. That's why he thinks of he course. wants to end it. He's like, I can't do this anymore. Right. The thing that stands out to me is like, if she li- they'll literally cancel plans because she can't get comfortable or she feels too uncomfortable to go out. That's like, not that I'm saying that she's an alcoholic or something, but like when people have a, a drug addiction or an alcohol yeah. problem, that's like a sign of like now it's affecting your day-to-day life like you mm. can't get through your so i don't know to me it seems like she has a little bit of a deep-seated issue there's there something else wrong yeah. i i would say to him i this is one it's a tough one it's a tough one because like i there is a part of me that's like she should go see somebody like you, you gotta go yeah. see uh like a counselor or somebody maybe that's what you encourage her to do like this isn't about fitness. This is about mental fitness. Right. And maybe you say to her, hey, listen, maybe you should go talk to somebody about this because I'm looking to have fun with you and you are saying no to someone that you say you like. So what's wrong here? Well, and also somebody that's telling her that there is no issue. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to be like, ah, maybe you could lose five pounds, whatever. You could be honest with somebody. But if he's saying no, she's she's in shape, she's yeah. fine, you know, and she can't wrap her head around that, then that is But an also issue. the problem is he's out of college. She's in college. So mm-hmm. the schedule is so different. She can cancel a weekend plan because the whole week is her weekend. Right. For him, it sucks because he's nine to five now on the weekdays. He just wants to chill. And then he just wants to fucking blow off some steam on a weekend. I That's don't blame true. him. And he's like, and he's planning around her. Mm-hmm. And then having those plans get canceled. I would let her know that, listen, I can't deal with the canceling plans anymore. I want to go out on a weekend. I want to go out with you. If you don't want to go out with me, um, I'm taking it personally. I can't not take it personally. And if she says, no, I just feel so badly that then you have to push it to the, then maybe you should go talk to the counselors at the school that you're at. Maybe you, because right now I can't help you. I'm trying to be there with you. Yeah. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more. Yeah, it's good. We're getting through a bunch. We're getting through a lot. Feels good. Just helping the youth of the nation. The youths. This is a lady listener. Oh, well, hold on. She writes that she's gotten friends to listen, which is very nice. Thank you. I have a problem. I've been dating my boyfriend for the past two years, and summer is only a week away for us. He'll be graduating this semester, and I still have two more years left to complete. Once summer hits, we have a small cruise plan for the first week of the summer. Then immediately after, he will leave for three weeks to a country somewhere in the Middle East to visit his brother who is studying abroad. When we return in the fall, I will be taking classes and he will be rooming in a two-bedroom apartment with my best female friend. Yes, I know how that sounds, but I promise it's nothing to worry about. Okay. Normally, I would be looking forward to our vacation and some alone time, but lately my boyfriend and I have had difficulty getting along. I find myself annoyed with him constantly over stupid things, such as when he uses his baby voice, and I worry that a week alone together will cause me to explode. I've gotten to the point where I'm considering taking a break with him over the summer. We will be three and a half hours away from each other when he returns from the Middle East, but I know that we would be willing to make the drive every weekend to see me. Um, I work in a factory over the summer and tend to be exhausted by the weekend. So honestly, I just want to chill out and not do anything. Side note, I have not been single since the seventh grade and I'm now, I've not been single since the seventh grade and now finishing my junior year in college. I've been in three consecutive relationships over the past eight years, single, single for only two of months within that time. I reluctantly entered into this relationship knowing that I had just left a long-term relationship. Things have been great up until the last few months. He's a great catch and I don't want to drive him away with my cruddy Addy. Addy rude all the time. 
Like it's attitude, but she's being rude. Oh, attitude. Oh, cruddy should is I, interesting. Should I go on a break uh, on the break with him this summer, or are little annoyances the distance going to be enough to calm the waters? Do you think? If we are to go in a break, should it be before our vacation, possibly cancel it or afterwards? And when should I bring up the problem? I've mentioned it before, but did not give it as much weight as I probably should have. If a break isn't the answer, could you lend me some advice on how to get him to stop using his baby voice? <laughs> I'm seriously going insane. Thank you uh, for serving the clueless. I can't wait to hear your response. Feathered, what do you think? I mean, I don't think you go on a break. I think you got to break up. You're laying out the whole case in the email. I haven't been single since I was in seventh grade. I reluctantly got into this. Little things he's doing are annoying me. This is is what people say when they're dating someone great, but not great for them. We do this (laughs) all the time. I do this all the time. I'm like, I start making up small excuses because really breaking up is you putting a case together to your friends. So like when you're about to end something, you're trying to get a case together so that you can go to the press, meaning your friends and family and be like, here's the reason why. Yeah. And 99% of the time we always hear about the, she cheated on me. He cheated on me. He was a bad person. She was a bad person, but we never hear about the, yeah, she's great. I'm great. Not great together. You yeah. know, like this just what I didn't feel the click. Yeah, I like hanging out by myself on the weekend now. I get tired. Yeah. It's not worth it. That is never spoken about. So what we do a lot of times when you're about to end a relationship is you start making this tick sheet of reasons why you ended it. Yeah. Which are like not good reasons at all. Yeah. Because they're all reasons that you used to like him for you know oh he calls me every day and he makes his baby voice like all at one point you thought all this shit was cute right right it, all those things can be said like oh my god and he would drive three and a half hours yeah. just to see me and, yeah now, and now it's like, like now oh, he drives three and I a half know, hours i know he'll me. make the trip yeah you know like <laughs> yeah so and i get where she's coming from she's saying all these things because it's like the worst is when you end a relationship and you go to your friends and you just go and they all just like but she was hot <laughs> you know like yeah. she was cool and hot like but that happens a lot of time right oh, i like that girl that's not what you want to hear from your friends you want to hear your friends go yeah fuck that bitch you're yeah. going to team fuck town doesn't happen sometimes doesn't happen so my advice to her and just like you're saying end it end it before the vacation because yeah there's nothing worse than being on a vacation with someone you don't like i mean oh it's gonna get my so god bad. i have been down that road and that ain't fun. No. That ain't fun in the sun. No. And especially when you're like, this cost me X amount of money. Blah, blah, blah. And it's whatever the, the cancellation fee, pay it. Pay yeah. it. Pay it. Just throw money at it. Throw money at it. I had a, a while back, some girl was like, when am I going to get my stuff? And yeah. I was like, really? You want to see? You need your stuff? Yeah. You need the one fucking costume ring? Yeah, I got the $10 at Urban. I got the alumni golf tournament coming up. I need my clothes. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I just think like whatever amount of money it cost you was worth it to just be like, hey, listen, you're going on all these trips. I'm not really feeling this relationship right now. And that's okay. It's okay to not fit with somebody. It's okay to have it run its course. And my biggest advice to this girl, the girl who's been in relationships her whole life, let yourself be single. Yeah, take the time now. Take some time Learn about yourself a little bit. Be lonely. It's okay to be lonely for a little bit. Yeah. 
I have so many questions, by the way. She works in a factory. This kid's going to the Middle East. The factory was a left turn like I've never heard before. I mean, is she building iPhones? What Chinese village? Nabisco factory? I don't know. (laughs) JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Nancy, this was great. It was a lot of fun, man. We're going to go right into hypotheticals. You ready? Of course. We We got a bunch right at the top. Great. I've been skipping them. Hi, JTrain. Would you rather be a man's... Would you rather be a man-sized pigeon or a pigeon-sized man? <laughs> uh, pigeon-sized man. Pigeon-sized man. Yeah. I mean, in people's pockets and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Papa JT, thanks for making Tuesdays and Fridays at my shitty office gig a little more tolerable. I have a simple hypothetical for you. Would you rather marry your dream girl and spend the rest of your days alongside the woman of your dreams or get hired at your dream job, make a fruitful living doing whatever it is that you love? You can only choose one or the other. What's your take? You guys can all suck it because I did both. You got oh, <laughs> uh, and that's how Mansamp preserved the blowjob. That's right, Matt. Mark that. I'm gonna clip that. Yeah, <laughs> I I will say, I mean, this is this is the would you rather I live day to day with? Oh my god! Yeah, I'd say this is this hits deep, right? Because there's a lot of times like where I act shitty to girls in service of uh, doing comedy. Yeah, which is tough to do, but like I've chosen, I've dated a lot of great people that like I actively chose to just keep doing open mics mm-hmm. instead yeah. of well, that's the doing shit with them. That's the crazy thing about comedy. It's like you are gonna do it for whatever eight, ten, you know, however long it takes people to yeah to quote make it. And it's like, but you might do that. Yeah, it might work. That's the thing, and it takes that long in comedy. It it's takes a, a long thing. time, and you need someone to be like super fucking okay with it i mean i've canceled more dates than i should even want to admit um and like last second cancel like cancel so hard and it's stupid just um i guess i'm doing the fruitful living one but i don't know who knows that's a tough well you're gonna be happy either way in this scenario will i (laughs) right (laughs) would you rather feather feather uh, clever Jew name Feather Feather. Would you rather have to vape the, for the rest of your life or have to only wear flip flops for the rest of your life? If you choose vape, all negative health risks don't exist, only the douchey appearance. You also can't ignore your nicotine craving for more than 15 minutes until you're in a situation where you absolutely can't vape. Airlines and shit. Airplanes and shit. If you choose flops, you don't have to wear flip flops if it stops. You're doing certain things like snowboarding, running, or hiking in the mountains. But if it's something as simple as a wedding or a date, you have to wear them. Jeez. I mean, I'd be good either. I'd probably go with the vape because I like smoking. You, you ever know? see those vape guys and it's like they have like the most smoke? Mm-hmm. I, and But then you see other people with not that much smoke at all. Yeah, well, the most smoke guys, they're the ones that are really They know tape. what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going vape just because flip-flop at a wedding. I should just go fuck myself. <laughs> uh, How? Here's a follow-up. I got a couple follow-ups. We'll just clean up some emails. Long-time listener, first-time e- emailer. What's up, Jewy Lewis in the news? That's the second time. Is this the same? the same email? <laughs> um, oh, he wrote in again, the, the droplets guy. Oh, so he's just using it twice. We'll get to you, buddy. 
House Guest is a great movie. I know. I love House Guest. I went on Sean Donnelly's podcast, Defend Your Movie. Oh, dude, I keep, I, he posts on Instagram all the time. I'm like, oh, that's fucking great. I should listen to that. And I just it's, never listen to it. It's a good show. I it's bet. really fun. I had a great time on house, uh, doing House Guest with Simbad. I told the Simbad story uh-huh. about meeting him. Sup, J Train, Man Samp, and guests. I have, I'll save the feathering out for after we get the business out of the way. I'm a black dude that likes dudes. Huh. Nice. I, okay. <laughs> I met this guy in the middle of last year, and now we've been exclusively dating each other since January. I think I could be falling for him. The thing is, he's graduating in August, leaving to start his career. He recently asked me how I felt about moving with him. I said, yes, I would go wherever. I'm now thinking, what if that isn't the best decision? He's established and has degrees and a future career. I, on the other hand, do not have a degree, degree or, I'm in, I'm in, or am I enrolled in school currently? Do you think it would be a bad move with him considering we won't be on the same page as far as the financial, et cetera? Do you think it's bad that I won't be bringing much to the table if we move in together? Not sure if it matters, but I'm 25 and he's 31. Even if you don't read this, uh, P.S., the show is great. I tell people about it all the time. You're also hilarious. I've been, I've seen some of your stand-up. Man, save your podcast is also great. I love tuning in to hear what you have to say about Trump and other crazy people in charge of things. Oh, thanks. That's great. Well, I appreciate this email. I think, what do you think? Well, I mean, this... You're saying the person that you're you're dating and said, "Would you move somewhere if I move?" and you know is going somewhere. That person's not making a choice just on a whim. This is the "Would you rather?" <laughs> you know, the yeah, person yeah, yeah, yeah. the The problem with this is that you become um, this this situation where you're moving for someone who's making money, guy or girl, gay or straight, whatever this is. This situation is a tough one to get out of. Yes. So you can be, and I'm not saying this is happening, but like you could be treated as a second class citizen if you're living with someone who's paying the rent, has an established career, and you aren't necessarily doing that. And you can get used to the riches of this person's life to the point where you can't leave that situation. Right. Or if you're going to leave it, it's going to be really uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. And you're not creating your own thing to land back on if it doesn't work out. Right. Especially if you're not getting married. Right. If you're getting married, at least you have the the contract of marriage that you can like get, you know, uh what's it called? Alimony and things like that. Because that this is what why that exists. My point to this person, get your career going. Well, I was going to say, though, the other side of the coin is if if you have that kind of safety net because you're mm. with this person that is doing well, then it gives you a little bit of leeway to explore some shit and try to figure yeah. out where you're going. So there I, is another side to it. I would say to this person and anyone else in this situation, if you're going to go, go do it, but go with the idea of getting your own job and career. Yeah. Don't go with the idea of like, okay, we'll see. Mm-hmm. No, you got to go being like... And it, this isn't to say anything you would do isn't a bad decision. Like if you said, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to bartend. I'm going to make good money bartending. I'm going to have a job. I'm going to have a friend group yep. that gives you outlet that isn't just dependent on this person, but make sure you realize that. Yeah. Have some responsibilities. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. I'm trying to see. Do we, let's do one news item, then we'll be out of here. Okay. Well, did you want to touch... I mean, we talked about it a little bit before the show. Did you want to just touch on the fact that this Penn State, the charges now have come out for these... Can you read the charges? Do we have what's going on? I mean, this is yeah. my... For those of you that don't know, this is my former fraternity that I used to be in. Um, I don't know the guys in the house right now. Um, what When I was in the house, 
uh, they actually recolonated the house or re whatever. So it's kind of a new track of dudes, but not to say that they're better, worse, whatever. It's just different. It's just a different crew because I don't have a lineage. When you're in these houses, like I had a beta dad. So like I'm connected to his beta. You know, like there was a lineage that I would know friend of friend. So I kind of been cut off. I used to go do shows at the, this fraternity. It's a beautiful fraternity house. Uh, there's a lot of stuff outside of the horrible circumstances, the horrible death, which is horrible. Um, there's also like, you know, alumni fighting over what's going to happen with the house. Mm. Um, there's money involved. So this oh, is yeah. like, this is a layered story that I don't speak well about, but I, all I can say is it's awful. Yeah, of course. Well, so 18 students have been charged. Uh, eight of them have been charged with involuntary manslaughter, which is obviously, you know, a horrific thing. Mm. Ten of the other 10 face lesser charges, including hazing and furnishing alcohol to minors. It's horrible. It's horrible. Um, if I if I am, it, it can only serve as a lesson. It to, has to. It right. has to to people that are out there. Um, I just think. Um, I've mentioned this the last time we talk about it. This whole, I just think I see the partying at schools, and listen, I partied at school. I'm not above it, but just like. You got this. There's it does feel like there's a one upsmanship going on, and it feels like we're trying to one up the parties we see online. So, I would say if you're in college, be careful, be careful, and look out for your friends. And the one thing you can learn from this thing because they're saying that they were texting each other about like whether to call the police or whether to call an ambulance, and he doesn't look in good shape. Yeah, always. Just go to the hospital. Yeah, if that conversation is happening, go to the do hospital. It. Just go. Not even if, it, if even if it's a question. Oh, well, whatever. You're not we'll going to get in trouble. You're, what are you going to get? A minor in possession? Right. That that right now they these guys are wishing oh. they had a, they were. And I understand at the time you're thinking, well, he's going to be okay because we're all superhuman. That's really what goes through you. You're in college, so you think that no one's going to die ever, and then someone does, and you're like, you know, I should have, you know. You don't want to be thinking what should I, I should have, would have, could have. Yeah. It's not the worst thing in the world to be like the guy that everybody's like, Oh really, man? Like you were too responsible. Like that's yeah. okay. And, and that's okay. And sometimes. I'll say this to the fraternities out there because I, you know, this used to be the call the TFM podcast. Mm-hmm. I've written for a lot of fraternity related websites. I'll say this to you guys. Um, join a fraternity because you like the guys. And you want to be friends with these guys and they legitimately want to be friends with you. Because what happens is in a lot of these houses, if you just join for chugging from a vodka bottle to because you saw it online, you're joining for the wrong reasons and that's not necessarily going to be a house that's going to protect you. Right. And the ones that protect you are the ones that have a lot of friends that care about each other and eyes are on each other. Eyes and you care enough to be like, he's going to the hospital. Yeah, like you don't get dragged into things just because you're there. Uh, yeah, so I, I'll say that from this, and it's a horrible tragedy. It's horrible, and I feel bad for everyone involved. Yeah. Um, any other news? Any fun ones? Yeah, there? yeah. We'll cl- so I have had this one for a couple of weeks. We just haven't gotten to it, but I figured you'd be annoyed. I don't know. I'll, I'll throw it to you, and you tell me what you think about it. So you don't watch Game of Thrones, but Mm-mm. Cal Berkeley is going to teach a Dothraki language course this summer which is one of the languages on way, Game of way, way to way to have berkeley do exactly what we thought they'd do <laughs> yeah. we're gonna riot at every you know conservative that comes to do speeches here and right. 
why don't you learn a language that's not useful at all? <laughs> no way. There's no. no use. No. Don't they feel like they're stealing people's money? Like, don't you like, as a college, aren't you sitting there being like, oh, we're just robbing these kids? Yeah. It's a summer. Yeah. It's a summer class. Four days per week, May 22nd through June 30th. What should happen is whoever signs up for this class, they should just, whoever signs up, it should be just literally the door when they open the door, it just leads off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they just, yeah, they, just let's just get rid of these people. Yeah, they these just idiots. load everybody in, s- yeah, close yeah. the door, and then just drop the floor out. Drop the floor out, <laughs> kill all these fucking people. That's yeah. what should happen to these people. All right. Well, that's our show. Uh, Mansam, thank you for coming on. Thanks, man. We turned the loud slides down. We got through a ton of emails uh, at Mansam on Twitter and Instagram. Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday here on the Labs Network. I'm Jared Freed. We do this podcast twice a week, Tuesday and Fridays. I love doing this podcast. Keep spreading the word. Podcast at gmail.com. Send in whatever you'd like. We'd love to discuss it here on the show. And we'll be back next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom!